You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you're a 415-er, 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back into the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy with you as always, three times a week. We're here on Friday, Mark, because we are getting set for the week 13 matchup, the San Francisco 49ers. It will be with the GOAT. It will be with uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to get to all of that. But first and foremost, sir, how are you doing on this wonderful chilly, I might add, Friday morning? It is. It's a cold one across the Bay Area. I'm doing well, Evan. Uh, good to be on with you once again. This is a game that uh, we've had circled for a long time. Um, I think maybe we were expecting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, at least at the beginning of the year, to, to be better than their 6-6 six and six record. And uh, we certainly weren't expecting it to be Brock Purdy's first career start. So this uh, matchup has already taken some turns. Uh, but regardless, still a uh, anticipated matchup. I'm looking forward to this one on Sunday. Yeah, no doubt. Tom Brady is making his 378th career start uh, between the regular season and the playoffs. A guy that might play uh, beyond the time that Mark and I are long gone. We don't know. But we're here to start and talk about the guy that you just mentioned, Mark Brock Purdy. That is now uh, formerly QB3, now QB1 of the San Francisco 49ers. Mr. Irrelevant is making his first career start against Tom Brady. Uh, and and I'm, it sounds like to me, Mark, just kind of listening to some of the teammates from him this week, along with even him himself, he spoke, of course, to the media, as all sorting quarterbacks do. Uh, he is hopeful to remove that Mr. Re- Irrelevant, I should say, title from his his ledger, because at this point, I mean, we, we said it after the game, but he, he is the most relevant uh, signal caller right now on the 49ers. And he is trying to instead of just. I guess, hold serve. Uh, it sounds like he's actually pretty excited, and the team is too, of how he can not only just manage a game, but against the Dolphins team, go out and win a game, and now against Tom Brady, hope to win the football game. Yeah, it's something that we talked about last episode, Evan, you know, how this team, whether, you know, deserved or not, whatever, it doesn't matter. They are fully embracing Brock Purdy, and, you know, they should. Uh, you should embrace whoever is your starting quarterback. You're not going to go into any week, any game, any set of games admitting defeat ahead of time. Um, so, you know, his teammates somewhat are obligated to say some of the things that they've said. But also the the things that Purdy has done, Evan, up to this point, not necessarily things that he's told us, but things that his teammates have openly and publicly said 
it's not normal for a rookie quarterback, let alone for a Mr. Irrelevant quarterback. Like these sorts of things, maybe we're reading into it a little too much, but but these sorts of things tend to not really be the case for young quarterbacks. And I, I want to, you know, play a, a, a piece of sound from Brandon Ayuk. He was on 95.7 The Game earlier this week on Wednesday, and he kind of spoke to that talking about how Brock Purdy is, is already taking control of an offensive huddle that's full of veterans. Here, here is Brendan Ayuk talking about Brock Purdy. Even today, today was pretty funny. We had, um, we're kind of joking around, having having a little fun during the walkthrough, and he's like, he's like, all right, like y'all, y'all tighten up, let's go. Like we, we're trying to get the situation. Everybody looked around, like, okay, okay. So we kind of we, we we like that about him. We respect it about him. Um, we love that he's able to, um, no matter what his situation is, he, he demands um, everybody's attention and demands um, the best when we're out there. So we, we definitely respect that. Even today, today was pretty funny. We had. Um, we're kind of sorry about that. I was going on a loop there for a second, but I mean, how, how many young quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks who were drafted in the seventh round, the final pick of the draft are comfortable enough in their rookie year to go into an offensive huddle that features Debo Samuel and George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Ayuk and Trent Williams. And I'm not saying all of these guys were, you know, the involved in the, what, like the joking around, having some fun that Ayuk was mentioning, but how many rookie quarterbacks are going up to a group of guys that feature all of those names and are telling them, hey, guys, like, come on, focus in. Let's get to work. We need to get this down before the game against the Buccaneers. That is an extremely rare trait, and it seems relatively obvious at this point from what we've been told that Purdy has it, and that's a, a, a gigantic plus on his side of the ledger. That is huge, and something that, like I, I and maybe I'm just a bit skeptical about the whole thing. Uh, I, I do love the fact that Brock Purdy is, by by all accounts, sort of you know grabbing this this whole uh, this uh, role he has now by the reins, and he is trying to get his guys all on the same page. Um, I, I I do want to see it in the huddle. I I know that guys can be big and tough in practice. Uh, there's a story. There's well, not a story. I, there was a situation earlier this year. Uh, I went down to training camp for the first week and I saw this this kind of, you know, little interesting wide receiver competition between the aforementioned Brandon Ayuk along with uh, rookie Danny Gray, mm. who unfortunately we have not seen a lot of this year due to injury. But it was a situation where they were they were doing like kind of five yard sprints, just your 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 simple get off, you know, off the line wide receiver explosion type of drill. And Danny Gray was beating Ayuk over and over and over and over. And Danny Gray was was letting Ayuk hear about it a little bit. And Ayuk was, okay, you know, chirp, 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 do what you got to do. I'm going to go run my routes and be the wide receiver that is is currently the one that is playing and producing for the 49ers. Uh, I, I, it's common to me to see those young guys try and, you know, maybe not in the way we see a quarterback do, but establish their presence on the football field. And I know it, it may seem counterintuitive because a young guy is talking to older guys, but I, although I do love to see it from Brock Purdy, I want to see that in the huddle on Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that I believe will blitz him for quite a long time. So I, I love to hear that, that sort of confidence that seems to be exuding from uh, the guy making his first start in the NFL but I'm going to be a little bit hesitant uh, when I hand out praise, I should say, for a practice sort of pump-up speech. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're right. There's it's there's one thing to do it in a game and in practice and another another thing to do it in the game. And then there's, you know, the the the, the performance side of things. Everyone likes to, you know, talk about how good he played against uh, you know, the team last week against the Dolphins, which certainly is the case. I mean, he was effective. He 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 helped the Niners move the ball. He he made some really impressive throws. The one that stands out to me was late in the first half on the drive that led to that Christian McCaffrey touchdown in the final seconds of the first half that gave them the lead. There was a third and 10 around midfield, I think. And the Dolphins were showing pressure, showing a blitz, showing, I think, an eight-man blitz, believe it or not, or, or close to that. And Brock Purdy, with, with the play clock running down, didn't have time to talk to Kyle Shanahan. Instead, he changed the play himself, got some extra protection, and and told Kittle to cut off his route shorter. Ultimately, the Dolphins didn't blitz as many as they were showing. They were trying to confuse Purdy. But still, there, there was a blitzer that came unblocked right in Purdy's face. And because of his pre-snap awareness uh, and his, you know, him, him telling Kittle to cut off his route short over the middle, he threw it to him under pressure, completed it for the first down, moved the chains. Eventually, they score a touchdown. They take a lead and they don't look back. So that was a phenomenal moment. But again, to your point, it's one thing to do it in practice. It's one thing to do it in a game where the defense wasn't prepping for you all week. And now it's another time to do it while a defense in a good defense at that in, in Tampa Bay is preparing for you and only you. So this is undoubtedly going to be a bigger challenge for Brock Purdy in terms of what opponents are going to be do, doing to him. However, I do think there's also a level of comfort and understanding for Pur Purdy this week, knowing, as the defense knows and is preparing for him, but also him knowing, okay, I'm the guy, I, 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 what do I need to do to feel comfortable? Because, I mean, he wasn't getting any first-team reps last week or, or any of the season before that. And, you know, he, he was credited by Shanahan and all of his teammates for – preparing like he was the starter that seems like somewhat of a cliche who knows exactly what that means but now that he knows he is the guy I, I think there's a bit of advantage uh for him in that as well but of course the same goes for the defense so this is going to be the bigger challenge for Brock Purdy in, in every game moving forward of course but I do think that one it got off to a good start and what we're hearing from him throughout the locker room uh, isn't a negative at the least. I I think it it does speak to I don't know the 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 natural. I don't know if leader is the right word at this point, but how, how naturally prepared he seems to be for a moment like this, and and things can change very quickly. But I, I do think that he is starting from a po from a positive point. Yeah, I'm with you. Two things off of that. I think to me it points to more the culture of the 49ers locker room being able to immediately embrace a guy like Brock Purdy and allow him to feel comfortable enough to speak up, to sort of energize a huddle 
on the practice field and hopefully, of course, on the game field on Sunday. So to me, it it is as much about how inviting and, and supporting that locker room is around Brock Purdy as well as giving credit to the man himself. Uh, that, that's one thing that I take away from hearing that. Number two, I do agree with you about Brock Purdy's anticipatory throws uh, that he himself, like you mentioned, was kind of responsible for even setting up at times during the game against the Miami Dolphins. To me, what I, I'm really the most excited about for him, at least in watching him, is his ability to extend plays and his ability to use his legs in a way that I I honestly, I mean, I didn't watch, obviously, a ton of Iowa State, mainly saw him in bowl games and maybe, you know, big Big 12 primetime matchups. Um, I remember him being able to run, but not be able to escape, evade the way that he did, I think, a lot and is going to have to continue to do uh, against the Dolphins. This is a 49ers offensive line that is pretty good. Obviously, we, we know Trent Williams is on your blind side. That's that's a huge help. Uh, but the rest of the line, I, I, I mean, there, there's a reason that Jimmy Garoppolo was running for his life early, early in the game and unfortunately got hurt. It's because there's going to be a lot of pressure in the face of whoever is going to be quarterback for the 49ers. And Brock Purdy has already shown me that he can extend a play far more than Jimmy Garoppolo can and might even have a little more pocket presence than I presumed a rookie quarterback to have. He looks like he knows what he's doing in the pocket when it comes to his footwork. And he has kind of look, honestly, just like it, it looks to be somewhat of an innate sense of where he needs to step up and step around in the pocket already. That could change if he's got seven guys coming at him. But from what I saw against Miami, even when they brought the blitz, like you mentioned, he was able to maneuver, get out of the pocket, uh, outside of, of course, that maybe that last drive in which the Niners had a chance to kick a field goal and then ran themselves out of, of, out of field goal range um, with a penalty along with Purdy. So, you know, th there's going to be some learning curves. There's going to be some ups. There's going to be some downs. But to me, what is, I guess, the most exciting part about his game to me so far that I was not really that aware of was how quickly he can use his feet to get out of the pocket. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that that bodes well for him. And the the the, the protection from the offensive line wasn't that great. There were many a time, many times where he was forced to roll out. And to, to your point, he did a really good job of evading pressure and extending plays and then finding receivers, even if it's only a, a three, four yard gain. That's that's much better than taking a sack. And I think there were multiple occasions against the Dolphins where if it was Jimmy Garoppolo in that same position against that same rush, best case is he throws the ball away and it's an, it's an incompletion. But I would say there's a, there was at least one or two moments where he probably goes down for a sack in which Brock Purdy escaped and, and got some positive yards out of it. Now, there are other areas, of course, where you know Jimmy Garoppolo would have done more than Brock Purdy, but that area specifically... His mobility, I'm not saying he's a running quarterback. He's just, you know, agile enough to get out of the pocket and force some would-be tacklers to miss. But that is an area that the, that the Niners didn't have with Jimmy Garoppolo that they do with Brock Purdy. Yeah, but and the flip side of that is going to be, well, if you just because you can extend a play doesn't mean you should extend yeah. a play. And that's something that often a lot of young quarterbacks run into. Uh, the, the first name that comes to mind is Daniel Jones. Like just because you can do something <laughs> does not mean you should do something, especially his first two, three years in the NFL. So we're going to see if Brock Purdy can not only. And, and, and this is where I do think some of Jimmy Garoppolo's decision making goes a bit undervalued. Knowing when to give up on a play is just as important as knowing 
when you can extend a play. And we saw Brock Purdy athletically be able to do that. I'm sure that's something Tampa Bay is accounting for, or at least has an idea of entering. So I think that, you know, Brock Purdy, I want to see the decision-making paired with, obviously, the, the athleticism um, that's what I'm going to be looking for. 